Hey everyone, this is the Pillaged Pastor with another episode on Dream Death. What's it going to take for you to start dreaming again after a dream has died? That's next. Will you ever be happy again? Will you ever be able to dream again in the way that you were able to dream in your childhood. And I'm not talking about a fuzzy dream and during the night when you're super asleep. And hey, man, if you're sleeping well, great. I get like five hours a night. I don't know how to figure out my sleep deprivation. But nonetheless, man, you know, five o'clock hits and I'm already stirring, ready to go. And some of you get up at like four o'clock in the morning. You're just like, what are you talking about? Five o'clock? No big deal. I've got that. Well, the idea is, is like, I have no problem being, you know, awakened by numerous things going through my head and dreams of that nature. But I do have a problem and have had a problem in the past with casting a new vision, a dream for my future and actually planning toward those things, being motivated to do so. And I know that many of you have been in the same place and I'm talking to you and I'm talking to those also that have yet to even experience a loss of a dream, but that's okay because in one way or another, this is life and you're a human. And in one way or another, you will have your dreams crushed. Sorry to break that to you. And then what will you do from there? I want you to keep dreaming. I want you to feel strengthened and encouraged to continue saying, you know what? That fell apart. I'm just going to keep moving on. And I believe that there are greater things ahead. And that is the reality of it. That is the truth. And the only person getting in your way is yourself. And so we're going to look at a few quotes here, inspirational quotes, just to get started in the second episode of Dream Death. You know, what does it take to dream again and make the next dream a reality? Because you know what? You can get in the way of seeing that happen. And I don't want you to get in the way of seeing that happen. I've gotten in my own way of seeing that next dream, not only come into existence, but become a reality. And so Let's address that. Let's talk about it. Here are a couple quotes that hit me hard this week. Now, we're going to start with Carl Sandburg. Now, Carl Sandburg was an American poet, a biographer, a journalist, an editor. This guy was an overachiever. We're going to give him that. But he basically said nothing happens unless first we dream. Now, it's a pretty obvious statement, but basically it says that you want something to happen in your life. You want something to good, good to happen in your life, something bad to happen in your life. Who wants something bad to happen in their life? But you want something to happen. You want to always be moving forward. You want to achieve. You want to overachieve. But without achievement, without overachievement, without moving forward, gosh, you've got a dream. You have to first dream. Think of yourself if, and again, I'm going to put this in the context of somebody who has been broken and is having a hard time figuring out. Um, being motivated to dream again. And so here's the deal. Here's the deal, people, is that you do and you do need to dream again and you are built to dream again. Okay. You are built. I should be using even the phrase envision again for your life to cast a vision for your life. You were meant to dream bigger things and go after those bigger things. And if that bigger thing is 
just simply an ability to dream again. Healing to a point where you can dream again, it's valid. That is good. Maybe you're saying, I can't dream right now. I don't know what I want in life right now. I just went through something so destructive. I can't even, I can't even paint a picture. I, I have zero ability to just paint the picture. Okay, fine. Your dream right now is that someday I am going to be able to dream. And I'm going to live the best life possible with what I have and what I know and not jack things up further so that I can put myself back in a place to dream again. Don't continuously break your dreamer. All right. Don't continue to break your dreamer by continuing to do stupid things. Not that it was a stupid thing you did to lose a dream in the first place because a lot of people lose their dream not because what they have done but what something someone has done to them but don't continue to you know destroy your life and your ability to be at that place to dream again and don't just try to uh, give yourself time to heal and remember when you think you're well you're not well Okay, you need to give it quite a bit of time. It's not like, but man, it's only been a couple couple months. I'm I'm feeling great. There's a good chance that uh, you have not gone through the full grieving process and uh, and are not thinking correctly. It's so amazing to talk to people who have been broken, who've gone through like devastating experiences, and they say, "Wow, I thought I was okay, but it was all just like a crazy mind thing going on. I really wasn't okay." And then I started making big decisions again, big decisions that I regret. And I've been there. Perhaps you have been there, but ultimately give yourself time. And if part of that healing and your, your first dream is the ability to dream again, then that's your build. That's, that's it. It's like a year from now, I'm going to grieve for a year. And then a year from now, I'm going to start casting, you know, new vision for my life, a new dream for my life, at least have a goal. That is one thing you can do is you can have a goal. Another thing, uh, another quote I came across was from John C. Maxwell. And I really like John Maxwell. I've seen him twice. Uh, actually like th three times at different conferences. I've met him uh, a few times. And um, John said this, dreams don't work unless you do. Dreams don't work unless you do. I think that's an incredible statement. A matter of fact, you can cast all the dreams in the, in the world, but if you're not, again, personally healthy and ready to go after those dreams, they don't, they don't work. I mean, you can cast a vision and dream up something great for your life, but you need health and you need time to become healthy. And you need these simple practices in your life to become healthy. And you need, uh, in order to be healthy yourself, a big part of that is accountability. Do you have an ability partner? Do you have somebody who's holding you accountable and making sure that you're thinking straight? Because a couple years ago, I literally told someone like, I don't think, I, I always think I'm making sense and I always think I'm, I'm, I'm thinking straight, but am I really? Like I need people to tell me, Ryan, you're out of your mind or Ryan, you're not thinking clearly or you're not thinking this through. Or, or Ryan, you are emotionally, you're making that decision emotionally, but not uh, int intelligently. Do you have people in your life that you trust who can shoot straight with you that you honestly can say, this person has the best intentions for me and I need to trust them. And remember, there is, might be that person, but there might not be that you truly trust. But one thing you can do is you can go to the tried and true 
true and tried word of God that has never failed. And you can go to scripture and that can be your source and that can be your guide. Just spend, you know, spend a few minutes every day reading through a passage of scripture. And as I've mentioned in the past, I mean, whether it's a, uh, I like to go to the Psalms because you see genuine, true, raw emotion in the Psalms and expression toward God thanksgiving to God, praise to God, but you really see a man's heart and frustration and pain uh, revealed in the Psalms, and yet you see the reality of God and his presence and his goodness. And so whether it's in the Psalms or a gospel, the gospel of John, I mean, go to one of those sources during that time and you will receive wisdom. Now, another quote is this, and I'll leave with this final quote. It's from Richard Bach. You are never given a dream without also being given the power to make it come true. Wow. You will have to work for it. However, there's always going to be work involved. It's not like you sit there and you are inspired by some dream and there's no uh, exertion, you know, to in achieving that dream. You will always have to exert yourself. You will always have to move forward. And I've been in a place where when I did start dreaming, I still, I'm like, I've got to put together this picture for my life. In real estate, you have this dream board you create like a like a dream board i mean we had this exercise where a bunch of realtors got together in a conference room and someone brought like several stacks of magazines and we began to like cut things out and paste them while drinking lots of wine and booze which made it fun of course but it, it was a part of like envisioning like how do i put into a picture the things that are in my mind and where i want to go like i need to envision a picture for my life something to go after which actually believe it or not is actually a, a great exercise it was a great exercise to be able to clip out these different pictures and paste them you know on on a board and uh, basically say that's what i envision in my life it's a dream board I envision my life. Like, I mean, if it's you on a yacht, I mean, it's you on a yacht. If it's you on a mountain bike, it's you on a mountain bike. Like I had everything from the kind of watch I wanted to own, the kind of vacations I wanted to take to the kind of woman I wanted to marry and the life I wanted to have. And so if that's what it takes for you to just begin some sort of process toward that, that, but even during that process, I say that, to, I, I say that to say this is I still didn't have motivation to go after it. I still didn't have anything in me. And I felt God saying, that's because you're not, you're well, I, I, I want to impart to you a vision for your life. I want to help you paint a picture for how things are going to be in the, in the future. And those things are going to be wonderful and they're going to be fulfilling, but partner with me. Don't go trying to write your own script for your own life. Open that up to God. Give God permission to give you a new dream, a new vision, and open it up to God to inspire you by way of his Holy Spirit, because his Holy Spirit inspires and empowers. So two things, the Holy Spirit inspires and empowers. Like ultimately, when you surrender your future life, your dreams to the Lord and say, I don't really know what to go after anymore. And maybe you had done that before. And maybe that's why it's hard for you to submit them to God. But, but nonetheless, that's the only the only way it works. And we botch things up, but God doesn't botch things up in our life. We botch things up in our life. So we can't really blame God for the destruction of a dream, but we can definitely thank God and credit God for the creation of a vision and a dream, especially when he's the one that inspires and he's the one that empowers for that dream and that vision to come about. Even if you're exerting the energy, God does something in your soul to where he motivates you and he gets you moving. And he gets you so fired up and amped up to go after that. It's all, it's all amazing. And then if God promises to complete something or gives you a vision, he's saying, Hey, 
I will fulfill this as you stay committed and surrendered. There's never going to be a point where you can just be like lackadaisical about it or not committed or involved, but you don't have to all of a sudden just conjure up your own strength because it's a, if it's a vision of the Lord, he is going to inspire you and he's going to empower you to, to go after that. And it doesn't have to be something like a spiritual thing. He just wants you to be a healthy human being, experiencing his goodness, living a good life, living according to his plan, his purposes, his identity because you are made in your creator's image. He is a God of dreams and of visions, and he wants to give you one and fulfill that within you so that he can bless you and you can be happy. We're the only ones though that get in the way, okay? You are never given a dream by God. Let me insert that from Richard Bach though. You are never given a dream by God without also being given the power from God to make it come true. You will have to work for it. Yes, you will. You will have to work for it, but man, you will have everything you need as long as you stay connected to your creator. And so that I think is, is, is a powerful truth that we can actually uh, leave on the table, leave with just from this point, because I want you to take that, take that to heart. So with a break and then closing, stay tuned. Lived. Here we are again, and I'm going to put on my spectacles and so I can actually read uh, to you here. So this actually makes me look super intelligent, right? Yeah, I, I think so. I look a little bit turtley, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway, okay, so I'm going to close with this, all right? So in all, in all seriousness, um, actually, these don't even work for uh, reading this passage because my eyes, believe it or not, have basically gone from being able to like see things clearly at a close proximity and now I can't and to not be able to see things at a distance and I, I, I still can't do that. So I'm going to go ahead and take those off. But yeah, I, I, wear, I, I wear glasses, people. You can't uh, get around it. But anyway, um, so Psalm 57, I cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. God fulfills his purpose for you. If his promise is to fulfill, fulfill his purpose for you, then doesn't it make sense to inquire from him about a, a dream and a vision? Does it make sense to go to him and and say, you know, what, what do you have for me? And maybe you've done that in the past and yet you feel hurt and you things did fall apart and you lost a dream because of, of uh, you know, whatever it might have been. But basically you said, I did trust God. I did give him my life. I did give him my dreams, my hopes. And yet still things fell apart, you know? And so why go to him again? And I'll tell you why, because we know that God is perfect. He loves you. He has given you freedom and he has given everybody else in your life freedom. And people can do what they want. People can go their own direction. And yet our instinct as humans, whether we have faith or not, don't you find it interesting that everybody ultimately blames God for what happens did you know this isn't a new phenomenon this is how it has always been he's ultimately the source of all things and we go as kids and we blame the parent do you also find it interesting that teenagers do this like throughout their life teenagers ultimately start blaming their parents why it's instinct it's built in us it's built in us to attack our main authority the main giver the main blesser the one who brought us into existence don't you think that's interesting that we are blamers, but we do attack the one who brought us into existence. Whereas if you're a parent, you know that you love your kid. You don't want them to be sad. You don't want them to be hurt. You want to bless them, hopefully. And um, yet yeah, you, you still get blamed. God does too. 
you need to go back to him because he is the only one that can fix it. He's the only one who can impart purpose and protect that purpose and power for that purpose. And he's the only one that literally you're going to wake up Christmas morning and there's going to be good gifts under that tree because your father loves you. Your parent loves you. And it just prolongs healing to um, rebel against that. You, you have to go back. Even, even if you've been devastated, you got to go back and you got to surrender and submit. And I guarantee good things will immediately start happening for you and coming back into your life. And you'll be on a path to be a, a, being able to dream again, a path of healing, a path of restoration. Don't give up. This is good stuff. With that being said, this is the pillage pastor. Grace come down for such a sinner as I, and for such a sinner saved by grace as you.